0: What's up, women of Exodus? I'm your girl, Kid. And I'm Fox. And welcome to the Beauty From Ashes podcast, where we take you on a personal and professional journey uh, behind the ugly, behind beauty. So today we're gonna dive a little bit deeper into our topic from episode one, which was beautiful enough. We are going to dive in today with beauty comparisons. So beauty comparisons, why do we do it ladies? What is it with us in comparing ourselves to the woman next to us or to things we see? Is it just, is it a personality thing? Is it just a cultural thing? We want to get down deep to it and just find out how can we tweak our mindset slightly to really focus on us and less on others. So Fox, what, what are your thoughts on that?
1: So we do have a phrase for this particular episode. It is that comparison is the thief of joy. And mm. when we think about mm-hmm. it in terms of beauty, um, some things that come to mind for me is insecurity and how it shows up as toxicity.
0: Mm-hmm. So for
1: example, um, mm-hmm. you know, I read this years ago in a, in a magazine and it really made me think about it. You and me, we going out and I'm like, kid, what you wearing? And you were like, oh, I'm wearing this, I'm wearing that. And then I'm like, oh, so either now I have a personal insecurity. Remember, this is how I feel about this term, this phrase, when it relates to beauty, I have an insecurity. I need to I either need to a, you know, be where you are. But no, if I have this insecurity, nothing I put on is going to make me feel you know, as good as I feel you look, I have to be confident in myself. I'm laughing because I actually, you know, my girlfriends and I, when we
0: were in high school, we used to do that, you know, call each other, what you wearing tonight? What you wearing? Now? Oh, I think I'm going to wear Okay, well, I'm going to wear this as well too. You know, that kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm, so but I, I think it, it
1: shows up as, and when it comes to comparison, because yes, as girlfriends, you know, when we have a theme, when we going out, we want to be fly, but here's how it gets toxic. When it's like, Oh, well, she gonna wear that. Well, she can't look better than me, but why are you not just securing your sis? Like, <laughs> and so that comparison is Damn, like poison, teenagers. right? And so it's like poison is constantly eating at you, constantly making you feel like you're in competition with someone and really, you're just making up all of this on your own. And it really stems from insecurity, insecurity of you not feeling beautiful enough, you not feeling valuable enough, you feeling like you have to copy someone else's style when you were created individually. So when I think about, you know, thief being the comparison of joy um, and um, I'm sorry, (laughs) comparison being the thief of joy um, and thinking about, you know, this topic again of beautiful enough, I think that this really, Penetrates deeply into how this shows up in the world and all of the things that contribute to that, and maybe you can tap more into that about you know the ideas of like where does this come from that you know that feeds that insecurity and makes us behave in these toxic ways where we don't celebrate our sisters but we want to compete with them.
0: Um, if I if I'm thinking about it, and it all goes back to what we talked about in the first episode about acceptance. Uh, making sure that, you know, the people that we hold to a certain esteem in our own eyes see us a certain way or attention. Mm. Um, I, I When I think about that, I think about the uh, a line from Fab where he talks about, you know, money ain't the root of all evil now attention is. And I think it also plays a part, too, with um, the world we live in now. We talked heavily about social media and how social media, it's a huge part of the culture right now. So everything is on display for us 24 seven. So I think sometimes if we don't guard our minds enough with certain things, you know, scrolling through Instagram, watching things on TikTok and, you know, engaging in all of this conversation you know, uh, from Twitter. Now, don't get me wrong love social media. I wish there, you know, part of me wishes that we had stuff like this, you know, when, um, I was in, you know, a little, a few, a little bit of my younger days, but you know, the, the, uh, the side of me that was, you know, doing my dirt is glad that it wasn't. (laughs)
1: effect. And we're going to get to
0: that every <laughs> right. I'm like, Thank like God, nobody was hitting the record button that time. But anyway, I digress. Um so like I think a lot of that is oppressed upon that, you know, uh, uh, depending on who you hang around, the you know, the people, your environment, you know. Um media is a big perpetuator of, you know, who we how we see ourselves. So, you know, how we wear our hair, you know, when we talk about like texture of hair. It was a big thing for everybody to have long straight hair. Right? So now, you know, we're in this whole movement of natural hair and accepting our curls and our coils and our kinks, which I'm here for it by the way, but the old me was probably like, eh, not so much. I need a relaxer. I need to straighten my hair. These edges, mm, they are not laying as flat as I want them to be. So I think, um. The trouble with insecurity, because it does play a part in, you know, uh, the beauty comparison part. So I think um, insecurity due to social comparisons, you know, we're so busy focusing on, you know, everybody's highlight reel, as opposed to what's going on in real life, right? So I know you, uh, you know, like when I, you know, and I think about, you know, like you and how how active you are in the social media world, like, you know, engaging and keeping your audience engaged on, you know, from your personal perspective and your own personal journey. So what the media perpetuates, what are your thoughts on, you know, how, you know, working in that world and in that space?
1: So it's one, it's interesting because I've learned, especially being more saturated in this space, that mm-hmm. we a lot of women share the same insecurities. They and I, I think that that's natural. I, you know, I think it's okay to kind of just, you know, be like, oh well, that's you know that that person's beautiful. Um, but I think that again, where it becomes like kind of toxic is comparing yourself, feeling like you have to one up. Stealing content. I've seen that a lot. Um, Hmm. yeah, that's, that's something that happens, especially for, um, a lot of black influencers. They are disenfranchised when it comes to, um, other people who have larger platforms or who have a certain aesthetic look, because that we talked about that too, but they're still pressing forward with their platform. And then because they have a smaller platform or depending on how they look, you know, their work that they work hard on is not necessarily, pushed as much or, you know, as liked as we, you know, we feel. Um, so social media definitely has a lot of bearing it. And I think that when I think about the development of insecurities, I think about it from childhood. So now, like you said, everything is on display, everything is on a highlight reel, and even a lot of people's children. And it's not to say that we don't want to dress up our children, we don't want to, you know, enjoy our children. But I think that I think about how, you know, yes, like when we were growing up, we wanted to be presented a certain way, um, but now it's like we're putting our children on a platform, and what is it doing to them? Because now I put my kid on this platform, they get fifty million likes. I got to do this to get them. In. What about just and that's where I feel like this is work develop.
0: This is work. So t- the work that has to go into maintaining a certain image, maintaining a certain status or the appearance of that status you know, um, out into the world, that's that's pressure. That's pressure, that's pressure that we put on ourselves. It's pressure that we take on, you know, seeing, you know, what's going on in other people's lives. You know, I think about um, reality shows, reality shows, how like, and how much they have, you know, influenced of what that everyday looks like for people and that whole engagement. So, and now knowing what we know now, like reality shows is some of it real, maybe is most of it, you know, scripted and absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) So, and I think about even like, you know, just from like, you know, just, you talked about like body types and, you know, things of that nature. So. I think about things like the whole fat shaming, you know, like I I can't even remember when I've seen this many um, full figure women just out doing their thing, you know, modeling, you know, intimate wear and bathing suits or, you know, showing mid drift like that wasn't even an acceptable thing. Somebody would be quick to call you out, you know, oh, you got your stomach hanging out or you got this, you know, or your butt cheeks hanging out. But now it's like a thing right? Mm -hmm. And the whole glam, you know, you know, being just being glam 24 seven, you know, I see everybody walking around full face makeup, contour to the gods. And I'm like, man, that's how you woke up. Sis, I'm rolling over and making sure that my face is clean. And I got, you know, like, don't get it twisted. Like, I feel like we we know how to, you know, we know how to get it done with the best of them. But at the end of the day, like that's you all day? That's how you walk around?
1: And it's not, it, it definitely, I feel like it re- re- removes you from reality, you know? So mm. like you said, reality shows, but we know that they're scripted. We know that you don't look like this 100% of the time. When I'm getting right. in the pool, my face isn't beat. When I'm getting in the pool, I'm getting in the pool to get in the pool. I'm not beat to the guys. I'm getting my hair wet Or taking my wig off, taking my head—you know, like I'm doing everything just so I can enjoy the moment. I'm not so concerned with, you know, looking perfect and being on 24/7. I think that that's also something that's extremely toxic when it comes to like how the culture portrays beauty Mm -hmm. and what that looks like and what. what actionable steps need to be taken and again it kind of removes us from the character aspect of it and makes us really just think about the physical and so right. we learn about even in reality shows or when we look at these celebrity relationships and we learn about like oh wow it's kind of dysfunctional yeah because it, it it was just made my to favorite you. is
0: relationship goals
1: no such <laughs> thing have a goal with yourself <laughs> like work on you have something to do with you and so you know again, I, I think you really nailed it on the head when we talked about how the culture impacts. and this day and age is definitely social media. It's we're completely saturated with it. I'm guilty of it. I'm not gonna front when I wake up instead of, I mean, I, I do say, thank you, God. you know, I woke up and I move around. But the first thing I do is look at my phone <laughs> right. like i've you know i've I've learned to put you know, really incorporate that because I do have a prayer space. However, I've learned to just even, as soon as I got out the bed, God, thank you. As soon as I opened my eyes. Um, and then I'm on my phone as I'm walking to my prayer space and making my coffee. (laughs) And it's just like, you know, constantly scrolling. And like you said, you look at how other people are living allegedly. And instead of just enjoying what you have, how you were created, what's going on with you right now. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I, I find it to be a struggle. I, again, I don't think that insecurity is such a dirty word. I think that everyone experiences that from time. to oh, time. You um, yeah, you have Um, yeah, I don't think that it's, I think that where it becomes problematic is when it becomes toxic when it's, you know, I need to step on you or I need to give you a backhanded compliment or I need to, um, you know, you can't outshine me. We all shine in. Why can't we all celebrate each other? You know? So, you know, I think, um, it's just about having a constant mindfulness a constant awareness of okay i can think something's beautiful and appreciate someone without devaluing how god made me or what i'm doing to
0: make me feel good absolutely just because somebody else shows up and shows out doesn't make doesn't make doesn't take away from you as an individual. You know what I'm saying? Because we all have days when, you know, we're really on, you might be having a good hair day. You might, you know, put on an outfit and feel like, man, you know, I'm really looking cute today. Be all right with that, right? You know, like it's, it's it 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 really pains me sometimes, you know, to, to see how, you know, just the thought of, I see a lot of young women, you know, doing, you know, doing things and to make themselves look a certain way or, you know, younger, you know, younger girls, you know, some sometimes I feel like, you know, the the amounts of makeup, the clothing choices, all of those things. Now, here's the thing. I don't want this to get into a situation where it feels like I'm judging anybody because I'm not. But what I'm saying is is that the part where we start to embrace who who we are, love who we are. You know, it's okay to celebrate the woman next to you, but don't forget you're wonderful too. Don't forget you're beautiful too. Don't forget, you know, all of the things that you have as an individual that make you you. Because I think also too, like to me, and this is just my personal opinion, I think it's so whack to see people just, all oh, this cookie cutter. Like I, I even think about, you know, uh, from style to, 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 you know, body shapes, you know, I feel like everybody has a, a Coca-Cola bottle body now, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the things with, you know, the people are doing to alter their appearances. So we see the, the breast implants, you know, everybody's, you know, waist training and, You know everybody's trying to get you know all the curves and here's and here's another thing that i you know another thing that i take away from this it's so funny to me how when we talked about you know the this the standards of beauty and how they were imposed upon us um and we talked about the standard of beauty mostly coming from you know a european type you know european type influence or or on beauty and All the things that i feel like women of color possess you know our our body shapes all of that it's so interesting to me now that everybody wants that you know it wasn't cool to have thick thighs it wasn't cool to have a big butt it wasn't cool to have you know big breasts you know all of those things and i'm not saying that this that's something that those are traits that we solely possess as women of color but what i am saying is it's not something that was sought after. It wasn't what was being looked for when it comes to beauty, but now I mean, I see girls that go from looking like, you know, you know, s- super, you know, s- slim gym to like, whoa, like,
1: I don't know, busting out
0: like, "Hey, sis, where would you get those or where did that come from?" You know, like those little legs carrying all of that back there. Okay, that kind of
1: <laughs> that but that kind of so situation. Comes, and you know, so it's I think that what you brought up is so important too. It brings up an interesting dynamic because yes, the things that were not considered attractive, you know, like you said, thick thighs, big butt, big lips, you Mm -hmm. know, um, and just being full of figured period. Um, now that style, that physique is being emulated through surgery options and listen, whatever you need to do to make you feel good. Again, we are not judging on this platform just to be extremely clear because everyone does see like, what you're doing to make yourself feel good is different. We're talking about when you do it in comparison, when you do it to be like someone else, versus I'm just getting my breasts augmented because it will make me feel better. Absolutely. Am I getting my breasts augmented because this person's breast is augmented and I'm, you know, I want to be like this person? We want to make you know just to be very clear about our how we're presenting this thing. Um, but I, I, what I think is toxic again is we already have this shape and now we're exaggerating this shape. So we have other women right. emulating this shape and we're going back and enhancing it even more. And like you said, it's-, it's Like it's no,
0: bigger, no right. bigger.
1: And it's, <laughs> and the toxicity also comes, people are dying trying to fulfill this outrageous unnatural beauty standard. Unrealistic. Unrealistic beauty standard. Um, And it's just like, is it worth it? if you really think about it is is it worth it so i think that you know drawing back and just being like okay i've realized that you know i have this insecurity about whatever but again finding like what is it that i love about myself or what is it that i like and then doing it for self not in comparison doing it for self is like the, the 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 biggest thing because Again, where does it leave you? You're gonna constantly be comparing and you'll constantly be, be trying to achieve something that you already have. You're already beautiful.
0: I I I think that is a huge part of when we talk about beauty comparisons, you know, the things that we do, um, the choices that we make, who we're making them for, you know, mm-hmm. is it something that's gonna truly make me feel good, or is or am I doing this to uh, attract a certain kind of attention or to uh, impress somebody else, or like you said, one up somebody else, you know, in terms of how I do me. But in the grand scheme of things, you're doing all these other things for somebody else. You're not really doing you, you're doing it, you know, you're doing it for somebody else. You're doing it for the gram, you're doing it for, you know, everybody but you, right? So um you know cuz I agree with you I don't see any I don't see anything wrong with you know um you know things like fillers you know all of those things that, that people feel are going to make them feel good about themselves to you know whether it's to maintain a certain aesthetic or, or to uh just to hold on to those some of those youthful moments for for most of us it's okay I just you know for me i think it's all things in moderation um i think also too when you get into situations like that knowing who you are when you're doing it because i know for even people that are going through and and it's not just about like body augmentation i'm i even think about you know people that are going through or having battles with weight as well, too, you know, or weight loss, you know, um, when you're having, you know, different things done, or you know, it's a they they you know they actually recommend that you have some type of therapy to go along with it because the you that you're used to, you're no longer gonna be that person. Whether it's losing weight, whether it's you know having all aug- you know breast augmentations or you know injections, whatever it is, you know, uh, surgery wise to you know change how you look physically that some type of therapy be attached to that just to help you deal with the mental changes of what the effects are going to be on you both mentally and physically. So, um, how do we, how do we overcome the mindset of beauty comparisons? Do we overcome the mindsets of beauty comparison? Is that that possible?
1: Yes, it is. Because I, like like we talked about in our previous episode, and I believe I mentioned it, it was never so much that I wanted to be like somebody else. I just didn't want to be ugly. Mm. And I so it wasn't that I wanted to be light-skinned, it wasn't that I wanted to I just didn't want to be ugly. And I had to learn to just accept myself. Now, it's such a fine line sometimes when we have this conversation because somebody could be like, Well, if you accept yourself, why you wear makeup or why you wear, you know, added hair or why because it's right. it's about expression. Because there are plenty of, now and this is being extremely vulnerable because we're in a safe space. There sure. are times when I'm home and I feel a hundred, I feel a thousand percent. Cause I'm just like, wow, I could see myself, not just my physical self, but again, we talked about virtues and ad- attributes within oneself. And then I go outside and somebody says something to me that's backhanded or slight. And it's just like, oh, well, I thought I was beautiful until I heard that, you know? And now that it's- and That's your the whole soul from is. you, right? like legit and you were like well wait like what what even made you say that why would you say that so I think that definitely you could overcome I really like I'm so thankful that my mom really kind of honed this into me she was like you need to find something that you love about yourself I don't care what it is you need to find at least one thing when I focused on that because again we we do want to the the aesthetic part we do really want to make sure that we're just feeling good about how we are aesthetically as well. And so focusing on those things is what really helped me to overcome that. And then, you know, my faith, you know, reading and understanding that God made us all beautiful and unique. And the only thing that's really ugly is an attitude for real, for real, because, you know, there's a separation, you know, between like, you know, what's physical and what you can't see. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, like, I can't, like call somebody ugly. I, I think that saying that is ugly. You you get what, like, do you follow what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: no, I, I feel you. I feel you on that. Um, Just the, you know, just the word in general, I think um, it always makes me think of, you know, you have your, you know, have your parents in your mind. If you don't have nothing nice to say, say don't say anything at all, you know, when it comes to that. But I think, you know, again, Social media has created such, you know, uh, internet cowboys and girls, you know, when it comes to uh, weighing in on everything that everyone is doing, you know, from, you know, what, you know, what you're accomplishing, what you're not accomplishing, or to even what you look like you know so it, it feels like that every time you put yourself out there you know and, uh, whether it be through a picture a story a reel whatever it's 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 all about you know it's out there it's, it's almost like it's people assume you're putting it out there to be scrutinized like they like okay i'm putting this out there give me your feedback no sis i don't want your feedback I put it out there because this is something i wanted to see this is something that i wanted to share you know is it open for interpretation okay that's cool you know but thank god that there's a button that we could turn them comments off sometimes yeah (laughs) i don't want your feedback all the time you know um uh one of my favorite influencers jackie Ina, like you know love her because She's so gangster about it. You know, I think people weigh in on the things that she does on her channel um, and some of the, you know, on some of the, you know, fashion choices, makeup choices, things that she does. And it's just almost like, oh, well, sis, did you know? Blah, 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 blah. And oh, your skin looks like this today. And, or, and she didn't ask you. She, yeah, she didn't, didn't ask you. Ask I remember.
1: <laughs> she was and like, I love when
0: <laughs> she gets on there and tells them like, thank you, but I didn't ask you right thank you i know what i look like thank you i know what my skin is going through today thank you thank you for pointing that out but no thank you you. like (laughs) your business like everything is not up for discussion all the time like that wears me out you know sometimes uh just ugh
1: so everybody has an opinion on everything putting things out there and just again, like mindset, you know, how we, mm-hmm. how we overcome, you know, the insecurity that, that can turn into toxicity or even just being toxic to ourselves, always scrutinizing ourselves and not even being aware of our own duty because we're constantly Man. just, you know, so what are some things that you have in place to overcome? Maybe being like bullied when you were younger for your complexion, for how you look or for the gap in your teeth, you know, like whatever it is that you've experienced, like how, how have you been able to kind of put some tools in place so you could overcome that and be like, nah, I'm bad. Kid is bad, so.
0: real talk, it was not easy. Um, One of my one of my girlfriends, she tells me all the time, you know, like, Dada, I don't think you understand, you know, how people see you, you know, you're beautiful, you're this, you're that. But on the flip side, I, I, I you know, while you hear it, you know, uh, you know, from my you know, for my friends, my family, you know, it was something in me that still didn't see it. And it took such a long time to get to that point, unfortunately, you know, which is one of the motivating reasons behind why, you know, you and I are doing this, because hopefully I don't want another young woman to have to, you know, wait so long to discover her to wait so long to see her the way that you know god sees you because i didn't see it fox you know the you know my self-talk was nothing like it is now like i think i could you know really kick my own ass better than anybody uh ever could you know uh i just think back to you know my younger self it is it was almost a burden you know to you know to be or you know considered pretty or look a certain way like because you got the people who are jealous you got the people who you know who love on you and celebrate that about you but then it's also the opinions that you valued at the time right Mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily about what i thought and you know like so for me now uh the way that i speak to myself now like i encourage myself the thoughts that i have in my head that go on daily is like okay kadada you got this you know you got you you got you you can handle this there's nothing you know there's nothing that's being thrown at you that you can't handle or when i look in the mirror and i see you know like man my skin looks good today or i'm having a great hair day you know i also find myself you know as i've evolved into the woman that i am now um even my own makeup routines have changed tremendously um i start i feel like the older that i get the less and less that i you know uh more less makeup that i wear and more skincare i get into um because i i don't have a problem being naked anymore and when i say naked i mean I don't have a problem like being without the makeup the way that I used to. Um, You know, I still love my, I still love my, you know, my hair extensions, my weaves, all of those good things, but I don't have a problem wearing my natural texture anymore. You know, I'm okay with that. Look, I would never be caught dead, you know, rented out to the store to do all of those things the way that I do now, but I'm okay with me now because I've learned to love things like you said, I've learned to love, look at myself and love things about me. You know, I think my eyes are beautiful. I love my skin, you know. Um, My gap, it was something I got teased about often (laughs) as a young girl, but now I embrace it because I can't even imagine me without it anymore. So <laughs> I was, look, and it made me think about, because girl, just recently, you know, with the whole Michael Strahan, uh, where he played the April Fool's joke of getting his closed up. Fox, that hurt my heart. <laughs> I
1: ain't gonna front, because when I saw that, I was like, no,
0: he didn't. But to know that, I was just like, okay, so, but yeah, those are things that I love about me now, because it makes, those are the things that make kid, kid.
1: Right. Absolutely. And I, um, I just can't agree with you anymore. Um, I think for me too, for personal experiences, overcoming different, um, diseases coming, overcoming cancer and autoimmune disease, Mm -hmm. not having the energy to invest in how I looked physically. Um, there are times even now that I don't have the energy, but I had, I had better appreciate and love myself. I had better know that I'm beautiful. And so I've learned that, Whether I'm, you know, glamming it up because I want to, because again, this is about self. It's not about me impressing anybody else. So even, you know, sometimes a backhanded compliment could be like, why the hell you say that? But at the same time, it, it doesn't, (laughs) it doesn't really shake me too, too much either, because I'm just like, you know what, that's your issue. That's you, that don't got nothing to do with me. Something about me stirred something up in you and you mad. And I'm gonna let you hold that. That's me as an adult. That's, you know, adult fox um, taking Other people's
0: issues. Yeah.
1: Right. For what? And so I, um, but that definitely for me, what's helped also uh, me to realize just, you know, I'm naturally beautiful. Um, whether I'm able to do it up or not, it's is just going through these experiences and and being forced to love myself, to see myself truly without right. all the extras. So I can be comfortable and be like, no, I ain't got no makeup on today. I mean, I I probably should put some chapstick on so my lips ain't gray, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, I ain't got no makeup on today and I'm good with that. I'm good. I'm good with just having a head wrap on. I'm good with just cutting my hair just because and then putting a wig on the next day because again, it's about me. It's about how I make me feel, how I'm investing in me. So no. I yeah, 100% I agree with that. With you.
0: And I, I think also, too, when it comes to um the mindset behind, you know, beauty and comparing yourself to others, you got to know your triggers, too, you know, because I feel like there are things in places and people that make us feel a certain way. Um, so thinking about when do I feel like this the most, you know, who am I with when I feel like this? Because people can bring certain things out of you you know the environments that you're in they I mean it totally changes your perspective on you know yourself and how you see yourself depending on who you surround yourself with who are you spending your time with you know association definitely brings on assimilation so if you're surrounding with yourself with people with low self-esteem if you're surrounding yourself with with people who feel like they always have to be in uh con you know in constant drama or you know turmoil you know on the inside because some people don't like let's be real some people are committed to the story that they tell themselves about themselves right mm-hmm. you know no matter how much you try to encourage somebody some people are committed to just being woe is me to just being the wounded you know wounded girlfriend or friend whatever you know whatever the situation is and they love to live in that space and that's okay if that's what you want to do fine so be it but here's what i need to do for me i'm going to have to fall back a little bit let you figure that out for yourself because i can't help you with that you know no matter how i see you no matter how wonderful i think you are or no matter how beautiful i think you are until you're able to see that for yourself it's not going to matter
1: Yeah, And, you know, we don't want to drain ourselves by trying to rescue these people who refuse to see themselves in a different light or who refuse to, you know, encourage or help themselves. And I'll be honest with you, you know, going through these different experiences Now I have safe spaces too, that I talk to with other people who are overcoming their similar diseases and battles. And, you know, it's, it's very true. You know, sometimes you do have to create that space where you're able to heal yourself you're able to work with yourself so you're not the draining person or so that you're not um how do i say like so so that you know you don't feel misunderstood you know so you you know it's it's definitely like accountability on both sides it's you know okay i realize that you got a lot of going on and there's no love lost but i need to distance myself so that i can remain good and then for the person who has things that are going on okay i don't want to be this person who is you know kind of heavy let me just kind of you know, Mm -hmm. and have time for some introspection for a little bit so I can get some things together because yes, that, that'll definitely fortify how you see yourself, you know, um, and and especially as it relates to beauty being beautiful enough. I, Mm -hmm. I am enough beautiful enough is really, I am enough. Yes, I think we need to
0: say that for the entire audience. So let's just look into the camera and just say that for every woman that is watching, (laughs) everyone that is watching together. I I am am enough. I am enough. Period. Period. And if you have to put it on repeat, you know, record yourself saying it on a a daily basis Do whatever it needs to be done, sis, to make you feel better about you as an individual. Not worrying about what you look like in comparison to the person next to you or who you are or what you have or haven't accomplished in comparison to the person next to you. Everybody is right where they're supposed to be on their journey. And it took me a long time. To even wrap my mind around that you know like dang I'm not doing enough I gotta step my game up I gotta you know just when I see other things or other people have and then, and that's just you know that's just human nature it really is you know to be you know like it but it's one thing to you know try to you know keep yourself on a on a pl- on the same on a level playing field with other people versus admiring or being inspired by those people yeah it's a difference yeah it it you know i i just can't i think about um tons of women that i you know that inspire me daily and i have to think about you know not necessarily i have to take that inspiration and use it as fuel for myself to be able to move forward on my own path mm-hmm. because you don't know <laughs> what the person next to you has traded to get where they are right now to be you know be who they are all of those things nobody you don't know you don't know what the story was you don't know the trials the tribulations that one person had to go through for them to get to a certain space your journey is not their journey it's just it's just not so
1: and I, you, I know, like, I just, I love, first of all, what you're sharing, okay? Because it's very true. You don't know what it took to get there. Um, and yeah. just really focusing on where you are, you are where you are and at the right time. Everything is appointed and it's the way it should be. And there's a difference between being inspired and admiring versus being envious and jealous. And, you know, figuring out what's your motivation are you like hey you know what this person is eating right they're exercising i'm inspired to to make some some changes in my routine so that i could be better or is it like oh she doing this she ain't all that or she doing that i'm gonna do it better (laughs) find out what's your motivation Because, again, this is all relating to comparison. Um, your motivation just should just really be you wanting to be your best self at all times. That's your competition right there in the mirror. It's you. Yeah.
0: Always. We're always our own competition. So I encourage everybody to just kind of like dig deep, you know, like I said, finding out what your own triggers are and being self-aware because there's a lot of times we don't even take ownership for the things that we're feeling or the you know our reasoning in thinking that the way that we do you know we think we can easily blame it on somebody else we can easily blame it on upbringing you know environment all of that good stuff you know but don't get stuck there just just find a way out because that is you committing to being a victim of your own thoughts your own you know uh your own mentality at some point you're gonna have to you know get to a space where you are going to have to let go of those things and be responsible for your own healing. That's just how I feel about the situation. Um, but I can go on and on for days about this, you know, so I, you know, I feel like I still, so, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up because I still, I would love to hear from, again, from our audience, you know, talk to Fox and I and tell us, you know, What is your, you know, what is your self-talk like? You know, how do you speak to yourself? How do you describe yourself? And how do you, and do you believe it? You know, when you talk to yourself, if you're encouraging yourself, or do you believe, you know, the negative parts where other people, you know, put, you know, speak into your life or, you know, convey or put their negative, you know, their negative self-views onto you because that can be a thing too. People love to, you know, reflect onto others you know what they don't want to deal with or what they don't want to acknowledge so i think that has a um plays a big part in how we view ourselves so talk to us women of exodus what are some of the things that you struggle with um
1: yes so um again to tie back comparison is definitely the thief of joy and so make sure that you are introspective make sure that you are grateful also understand um this is going to be our beauty secret for today it's going to take time Just like you practice putting on your eyebrows, you are not doing your eyebrows the same way you were doing them back in two thousand one. It is going to take time with that self talk to really accept it. But you have to start, and so that is today. That is our our beauty secret for today: is to be graceful with yourself and have gratitude, so that you can really build yourself up to a place where you're no longer comparing and it showing up in your life in a toxic way, whether that's self-inflicting or whether you're inflicting that harm on others, even just energetically or through your thoughts. So mm-hmm. sound off. You can comment, please like, subscribe, share, and we look forward to talking to you. We'll be here every other Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we love you, woman of Exodus. Peace.